Hey everybody, and welcome to the OK Roundtable. I'm Kim Sex. I'm Fart. And I'm Alabama Man. And Alabama Man, speaking of which, we got something to kind of, some little dirty laundry to fucking get out of the way right, of the, uh, right off the bat. So this week has been a little crazy as far as all these bills. Got, uh, what, Ohio, Alabama, and what was the other one? Missouri. Missouri. Uh, for Alabama man, uh, and for those who are in that state, uh, kind of, again, definitely not, you know, not a sponsor or anything like that, but, um, there's something for those in the Alabama area, which I know Nick knows, there's something called the Yellow Hammer Fund. Go to yellowhammerfund.org to help people, and Georgia, yeah, go to yellowhammerfund.org to help, uh, fund... The transportation is still, you know, trans uh, to go to the Alabama's three abortion clinics, and they'll help with other stuff to get, you know, get taken care of to take care of you where your state has clearly failed you. Which so, it has. which it has. It's it, it's a it's a very weird time. It's a very weird time. Yeah, I. When Tommy Lauren is saying, "Whoa." Holy shit! We need to start looking inwards, and like we need to I start. Mean, she she's actually been on the record as being pro-choice a couple of times, but she outright like. I think that's only age. I think that's on, only age, because right. she's she she was. I remember her going on some uh, discussion. She was being interviewed or interviewing somebody, and she was like, "Healthcare, blah blah blah." Like she was just bitching about people's healthcare, and they were like, "Aren't you on your parents' healthcare?" And she was like, "Yeah." And it's like this. The, yeah, it, it's it's very Ayn Randian, like you know. I got mine. I'm going to write about how bad this is, but I'm definitely going to take advantage of it when it's my turn. Like, what did Ayn Rand uh, definitely bitch about? And Social Security, uh, Social right? Social Security, like right. Super, super wholesale against Social Security, but definitely took the benefits when she got of age. 100%. Oh yeah, she collected her fucking checks though. Like fucking, Which, you know, it's her right. It's her right to to have that stupid opinion, and then be a complete fucking hypocrite about it. It's her right as an American. Correct. So, like I said, yellowhammerfund.org help people out in Alabama. Show your support. You know, do what you gotta do. Voice your opinions. Uh, be angry. Be loud. This time. Be loud. It is. It is what it is. Got gotta do what you gotta do. So, away from that fun stuff. Uh, so, Facebook censored a, uh, uh, a piece of the Declaration of Independence as hate speech. <laughs> that, that, that happened. That happened. And it's kind of funny, because it's almost like a weird, like, another inward reflection. It's another inward reflection of, yeah... When we go back and we, we can acknowledge that people were t- of their time. We can acknowledge that. We can acknowledge that. Uh, did you try to post the link or what? I tried. I didn't know if I could post links yet or not. No. Um, well. Tried to post what, what? Let's see. What section? What section was it? Did you? Did you I have it pull, pulled up. I but, pulled up. Oh, yes. When, when, when did this happen? Uh, the this news article is from July fifth, twenty eighteen. So this was actually a while back, but it came back up again uh, when people were talking about um, Facebook 
uh, like their new policies of trying to get out fake news, blah blah blah. And they were kind of like, if they if they wanted to be really biased, blah 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 blah. And it's like, all right. So the the, the passage was because like there was a there was a, uh, a this page that was posting. I- an excerpt. I see why it got removed. Oh yeah, there, there was they were pasting a, a paragraph like every every day until the Fourth of July, then celebrate Fourth of July. So they were just here's the Declaration of Independence, and so here's the passage. He has excited domestic insurrections among us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. So the fact that it called Indians uh, merciless savages, or Native Americans, sorry. The fact that it called you know, yeah. Native Americans first peoples, whatever term you want to go with. But yeah. not Indians because they're not in fucking India. So I thought it was funny because that got brought, kept bringing... Like, I saw it fucking copy and pasted so much when they were uh, trying to shit on like Facebook. And it's kind of like, there's a lot of problems with Facebook. But let's let's not say that... There weren't issues in the Declaration of Independence and everything else. Oh no, there, all there's that time. definitely problematic language in the Declaration. That's okay. It's a part of its time. It is a part of its time. It would be disrespectful. We just need to acknowledge that it's different now. That's all. It's yeah, fine. like it's fine. Yeah, they were saying. Don't slave- get too worked up about it, guys. Just you know, context. Context is important. I just thought it was funny that the people. Were- oh, the people uh, click. The people complaining about it were like, well, fuck Facebook. They were saying it on Facebook. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like people were, were posting this to kind of just like push a, a narrative that Facebook isn't. They're not America. They're anti-America. Yeah. yeah like they, they're, they're deciding what I can see. If I want to share my conspiracy theories about flat earth, I should be able to. How dare you censor me? First Amendment. First Amendment. And it's like. That's not how the First Amendment works. Like, it's just not. It's protection from the government. If a private entity doesn't want you to share your bullshit on their site, they have every right to tell you no. Conservatives always ignore that point. It's a key part of the platform. You have to. It doesn't work otherwise. Like, you, ha- you have to do the false projection of I'm more patriotic than you. It's, it's a key component. It's a weird competition. Because how do you... How do you win? You don't. It's not a. It's not something that you can one prove or win. Like what? That's, that's the thing. It, it, at least around here, and I, I can't truly speak for Texas. I definitely can't speak for California. But around here, what what happens really doesn't matter. Things just confirm our pre-existing biases. That's all we do with the news. So. If a governor says one day that all life is sacred and then executes a man that night, that's okay because he's not a real person. He's an animal. He's a murderer. He doesn't deserve rights. And somehow they don't see the irony because it just confirms what they want to believe. They want to believe abortion is not okay, and they also want to believe that it's okay to murder criminals. And they don't want it to there to be any kind of conflict. So Think of the see- children. And then what about the children at the border? Oh, well, I mean, but they're foreign. They're illegals. Why is that our, why is that our issue? What about the 6,000 kids in Alabama foster care right now? What about them? What about the 400 plus thousand in American total? Like, nah. What about them? Yeah. Well, let's also, to 
yeah. deny the rights of same-sex couples if they have kids to citizenship. Let's just do that. I, I think that that one is a very, very strange case overall, though. Because I know it that is. people were citing things, like, even in 2014 that were that were similar. So I, I find... I, 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 I don't know where to land on that. I don't have. I don't feel like I have enough information about that. Like I feel like you can make your talking point, but I feel like the talking point isn't the nuanced issue at hand. Like maybe that's just me. Like I, maybe I feel like I don't have enough information to really be like, yeah, well, fuck it. Like no, no, because I feel like there was a there was an issue with even non same sex couples having the same issue because. Like they hadn't, they weren't married, like just because they weren't married, not not necessarily that they were adopting. It was blah blah blah. It was it was like just pure marriage, and it was like a weird puritanical thing, where it's just like, well, if you're not, you this this child's out of wedlock. Like, well, it's not our kid. Like, it's not biologically our child. Like, we're we adopted, right. and it was a big, it was a weird thing. It was very weird. I don't know. It citizenship's a weird thing anyway, uh, and. A lot of countries do it very differently, and that's going to have to come up in the whole abortion issue because you're trying to give rights to somebody who doesn't have any yet because they haven't been born. That's how we dictate citizenship. It's where you're born or who you're born of, but it's always about birth. Birth is an important concept in citizenship, uh, and fetuses aren't born. It's just kind of how that works. So that's going to be really interesting to me to see. Like that has to be a route that somebody takes eventually. Is you're trying to give rights to somebody who hasn't earned citizenship, hasn't met the, the minimum criteria. Uh, I don't know. Lots of constitutional issues with that. Lots of them. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a big old mess of mess. It's a big old mess of mess. You know. Sure, sure is. Sure is a big old mess of mess. Sure is. Like, and I, I find it weird that a lot of people that I see, because again, being from Texas, a lot of people I have on social media tend to be uh, conservative leaning, which is fine. But then, like, even now, they're, like, again, just like Tommy Lauren, everyone's kind of like, wait. Like, like, there's something clicking, I think, for some of them where they're like, oh, people are actually saying that. That that twelve year old should have a oh shit I thought that was just like hyperbole like no there are people who are out there saying that shit and they're like freaking they're kind of not freaking out but they're kind of like oh fuck like are we the it's baddies somebody, moment it's an are we the baddies moment yeah somebody in the Senate literally said in the Alabama State Senate that uh, that everyone can have whatever abortions they want as long as they don't know that they're pregnant that was the criteria was you can't know. But you can do whatever you want when you don't know. Literally said on the on the floor of the House or the Senate in Alabama. Just well, fuck. I'll, let's let's go get abortions, guys. Like I, don't, I have no I idea. That means we should just be getting weekly abortions just to make sure. Like I mean, not that I recommend this or want this to happen, but wouldn't it be funny if the abortion rate went up because people were just getting them arbitrarily in the hopes that they could catch it before it became too late? Is the Plan B pill just every, a weekly thing? Is that is that no. like no. Plan B pill forces you to go through your whole fucking cycle like in two days? It's r- not fun. Right, I know. I not fun. I've had this. I've had to sideline that uh, that that moment, and that's uh, I felt bad, but anyway. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like that, what, do, what do they want? Like, I don't understand. 
It's dumb. It's a it's whole mess of mess. To try and ban abortion by overturning Roe v. Wade. That's the whole point. Poison the pill. Introduced yeah. the bill. Did so with the intention, the expressed intention of trying to overturn Roe v. Wade. And I don't know why that's so damn important. Like Roe v. Wade was mostly a medical privacy issue. It's it's ago. it's not actually a Roe Roe v. Wade that is the the the. It's not the law of the land. It's there's another it's another court case, isn't it? There's another uh, precedent that's even more important. People always refer to Roe v. Wade as the as the abortion thing, but Roe v. Wade was mostly about uh, privacy. It was about the right to do things, not have your your medical records just laid bare for all to see. Right. That's gonna fuck some real shit up when they try and overturn Roe v. Wade for that. Like you're gonna have to get a lot more than just that one legislation at this point. There's so many precedents that are set upon that one. And the most important thing is that this bill is is it's poisoned. There's no way John Roberts is going to want a piece of this. This isn't the right way to do it. He's probably fucking pissed off because they're probably going to lose their chance of actually doing this the right way for a while, if not altogether. Well, the talking points that I was seeing was that people are like, fuck, the time they did this is going to bring a lot of ammunition to... Like the blue side, like you have all the all these quotes, bound all these things. Like it's it's bound to be like, or everyone just kind of points and is like that. That's what we're trying to avoid. That level of shit, and everyone's gonna be like, well, then we better get that the fuck out there and vote. Right. You can change minds when you start infringing on people like that. Like, and that's what I was telling Lauren. Like, this is so oddly timed. Yeah, like this, this is, is so rushed and unnecessary and like why why rush this thing out half cocked do you do you really think this is your last shot like if you don't do it this year this season it's done because if you do it any other legislative session it works better than this one anytime in the future is a better shot than this just because you have more time to work on it and more importantly like you can distract people with some shit like you do this in the fall and people will care more about football than anything else well you do it now and people are paying attention Right as the the presidential, but know, the last couple of years, the last couple of years, fire up on the Democratic side, like it's a bad re- idea. Regardless, regardless, the last couple of years, it's been thing after thing after thing. So it's been a bombardment. There is no better time, other than non-political stuff. But political stuff is just dropping every fucking day. So it's really hard to be like, this is the time we're gonna do it. I think that they were like, it will just get lost in the fluff. Because what that's what they were hoping for. Because, again, now the Michael Flynn potential tape, blah, 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 blah. And so, like, th- that adds a whole other thing. And then the, the whole shit with William Barr, the whole shit with, like, the, the congressional hearings. Like, where, mean- where's Mueller going to testify? Like, there's all this shit that's just every fucking day, bam, bam, bam. Keeping up with that. Like, what they were probably hoping was... All like we can sneak it in, and then as the governor said, eh, it's probably not going to be enforced. But that's not the point. It, it, if you think you can sneak something like this in, when there's more women running for president than ever before, you, you've terribly miscalculated. Like oh. e- even Cory Booker sent out an email today to all of his people saying, "I'm challenging men to do better." Like. Even the male side of the Democratic Party can actually use this effectively to rile up the base. Like, oh, it was yeah. a terrible idea. It was like, bad. PR-wise, it's disastrous, and I don't get it. Like you, you, the, but, but I do get it from an Alabama perspective, because we are fucking stupid. We have no sense of timing, we have no sense of decency or morality either, for that matter. 
so we definitely don't understand how to do things in a way that's appealing to any other state. Here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing about the number of Democratic nominees that are on the field. Like as much as they're all that's twenty four, as much. Yeah, uh, I thought it was on top of it. With all of them, with all of them having these kind of talking points and these kind of like pillars, and a lot of them are very similar. Like again, right now Elizabeth Warren's the only one coming up with some more pol- solid policy behind it. She's got a plan for that. She has a plan for that. <laughs> um, what you see, I think, right now, and I think if they can not like what was what was the the, the Georgia governor? Uh, what was her name? The one who was running. Uh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. If if they can, if they cannot take the Stacey Abrams route, if they can say. Okay, well, I didn't win the presidency. That's okay. Or I didn't win the nomination. That's okay. Because right now, what you can see now is an audition for whoever does end up getting the nomination. Here are your potential cabinet picks right in front of you. You want to, considering how strong, how, you want to unify these people. You want to unify the entire side. Like, say, hypothetically, like, okay, Warren gets a nomination. Who's the VP pick? Like where do you go? Do you go Sanders? That's a good. That's a, I went, go Booker. Booker would be a great. I, I, Lauren and I were talking about this uh, the other day uh, about if if Sanders and Warren could split a ticket somehow, and I think it's a terrible idea to pull both of them out of the Senate just to put one of them in the VP role. Like, you know, he'd be great for that. A Buttigieg type. Uh, uh, Stacey Abrams herself would be great for that. Somebody. Who's yeah, but the, the whole thing is like that, that quote. That quote from Abrams is going to bite her in the ass. I'm sure it will. I'm just saying, like, she, she's a prototypical... We don't... Candidate. I don't want second place. Like, well, I mean, then you're just kind of shitting he, on... He, here's my actual proposal, and and I'm genuinely serious about this. I think it's how we should actually do it. I think Biden should drop out, and they should... Everybody else should agree that he'll be VP again. He's a great VP. He's great in memes. He, he balances out the old fuddy-duddy part of the party that doesn't actually want to be Democrats. They want to be old-school Republicans. Like, I think it'd be great. Then he's out of the race. We don't have to worry about him doing anything anymore. Then he can just play VP again. I think that that, like, I, I think I think Biden is poison. I think he's been tainted beyond a point because of the some of the stuff from his record coming back out, which is weird that it didn't come out in 08 and 2012, but okay, it's out now. Like all this stuff about uh, certain quotes from him, the whole touching thing, like the whole being kind of I mean, creepy. It's just a different time. It really is. Yeah, it's a, whole, it's a whole different time. So all this stuff's come out, and it's like, okay, anyone who puts him on their ticket, like automatically you have people on the right who are going to meme it, like, oh, look how close he is, and look at if you want him touching your girls, blah, blah, blah. And people who don't follow things are going to see an image of Joe Biden being really weird and creepy, and they're just going to be like, oh, fuck that. Like, and so no message gets through, no nothing gets through. The one argument I've heard that, that's the opposite of that, I'm not saying I necessarily share it, just that I've heard it, uh, is that Biden would be great to let loose against Trump to actually, like, low blow a little bit since he's already got a propensity for doing that and that that might actually appeal to trump's base that having him get shown up by somebody might actually be uh appealing to that that you know 37 percent that still exists out there uh they 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 seem to only go after what they view as the alpha male type whoever is the the loudest and the most obnoxious so let's get somebody out there that's louder and more obnoxious just don't make him president. i think i think cory booker can do that 
maybe so. I think Booker can fill that role. And, he and has I think the if Kamala Harris does it, she doesn't need that because she's just a prosecutor. We'll handle it that way, and I'm fine with that too. Because again, you have Booker who has like three fucking degrees from like what Yale, Harvard, and some other fucking place. The dude is he's qualified. A he's a smart guy. So I think that you can. So is Warren. Uh, and she's not completely afraid of. It's of the weirdest thing where we have like these overqualified people who are all oh, shit, like right. ready to go, and then you compare that with like what the other side's gonna have, and it's just there's two. So yeah. There's Trump and some who doesn't want to be Trump. Uh, that's it. It's it's not it's the strangest shit, and that's what I'm saying. Like I would like to see like here's wait here's your cabinet. Like where would you can put Buttigieg in there? You make him secretary of something. So suggest that is one of the town hall questions. Or one of the, the debate questions, like if you had to build a cabinet from the president or from the yeah from the presidential from the from the Democratic uh, the primary, primary, yeah, do it. Like yeah, how would you build? How would you assign? Because again, because now it's not just like oh well he's rec. No, I want you to take their strengths and use them. And where would you use them? So that way the conversation can be about that. Like you know yeah, what? I want them in power. Yeah, I want it, them it's, somewhere. It's also giving you a chance to take kind of a shot at people. That's a progressive thing like you, you, rather than giving people the opening to go like republicans do and go kind of low and attack people gives you a chance to kind of counter yourself against the rest of the mm. the field without it being negative like yeah so i'd have you know you know uh, to, to use buddha judge as one we'll, we'll put him at you know so-and-so position because he's got a better outreach with millennials so we'll put him in a, in a you know social media outreach position or something i want uh, a way for you to balance yourself against somebody as a foil without it being a dick waving contest i i think i think it's going to be one of those things where you could you could sit there and be like here's here's this person's strength uh you can put um kamala harris if she's not going to be in the senate if she wanted to be something like the attorney general like okay there you go. Yep. Like here, here, and she's like, she's a great prosecutor. She's gotten, she has years of experience. Blah blah blah. And it's kind of like, okay. You can slip in a little. You know, she she's uh, you know aggressive and rabid to go after the people she wants to. So we need her there, and it gets you a chance to again compare and contrast in a way that isn't just, oh, look at how awful this person is. I like that idea. I know I have good ones. What can I say? Looks like we froze on. Which, yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this out. That's not right. I'm I'm excited to actually see the debates. Then, like, can't come sooner. Whew. Bernie's gonna be in town Sunday. Oh, in your area? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be at a, a Kelly Ingram Park at four o'clock Sunday, and then there's a, a women's. Sure. So that'll be interesting. I guess it's just it's it's very crowded, and I would like for them to change the conversation as to which one's going to be president. It's kind of like no, what would what role if you were president, like would you put these other people in? Like, do you think that they like? Because a, a good honest answer could be, you know what? I feel like Elizabeth Warren is doing a lot of great moves in the Senate itself, and we need someone strong in the Senate to, and that would be a fair. Honest, not negative answer. I don't want and her. It's a dig too. It's saying she needs to stay in the Senate, not be president. You get to have your. I don't think it's a dig. Kind of... I don't think no, it's. A... I'm, I mean... just, I'm saying like it lets you make the points you want to make that would normally be attacks without having to do so. 
you can make the point that she's a super strong leadership force and the Senate needs to be there, and that's your way of saying she doesn't need to be in the Oval Office. That, that, that's a way to let you have your cake and eat it, too. True. I, like I said, I, I would just like a... Uh, some sort of... there not be anything negative whatsoever, but I'm... Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Not holding my breath. What are you going to do? All right. So, swapping topics, I guess, from that. Uh, so, did you hear about Bethesda? Did you, either of you guys hear about Bethesda? Getting in trouble again? Yeah, what they do now. What they do now. That is the question. What did they do <laughs> this fucking time? So, they put out a, a Skyrim, like Elder Scrolls, like tabletop game. And it's very, oh, it's very okay. much, it's very much like D and D, or like any other tabletop game, role playing game, blah blah blah, whatever. So they, they, they have Wizard of the Coast, or I think that's who does that, right? I don't even know. That's who does D and D. Yeah. Okay. So Wizard of the Coast, they put out you know pre made campaigns and blah blah blah. You can kind of base things off of. So Bethesda's been doing that too. They wholesale ripped off a D and D campaign and just changed a few names. Cool. Yeah, it, I heard about that. It's cool. it's written text. How did you think that people were not gonna notice? Or, or what? 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 You, what was the plan there? What was the thought process? Like it's so blatant. It's so blatant that it reads. I guess they just thought that that they wouldn't care. I, I don't know. Well, they, they recently they pulled it. They pulled it from from shells, blah, blah blah, and all these things. They're apologizing, and they they should have known. But they they are they're very litigious when it comes to the Skyrim property. Right. So the fact that like they let this slip through, and they are now the ones in fault of copyright infringement, is so fucking weird to me. Like, they've already been having a very, very bad time lately with, like, Fallout 76. And, oh, we'll get Skyrim 6 out. Oh, we'll get Skyrim 6. We'll get Elder Scrolls 6 out eventually. Here's just a title card. Here's no, there's no gameplay. There's no nothing. Here's just a title card. You're just like, cool. I think. Uh, what happened, right? What happened? I- Uh, Go on. I'm just gonna say this. I I'm probably gonna get shit for it, but oh, when when is this? Uh, I think since Fallout Four, I've kind of held this belief that Bethesda has never been a decent developer. That's just how I feel, though. I think it, I never can. I never got into Fallout Three or Four. I was introduced I, to Fallout Two. Back in the day, but I never got into Fallout three or four, and all my friends were all about it, and I was like, "eh, it's okay." I mean, so I've never had them in that high self, that high esteem, but you know, I mean, I, I I've played all of them now, and I I really like the Fallout series, but I don't know the 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 veneer of, of Bethesda Fallout games doesn't seem to hold up well long-term. And it, it's interesting. Like, I like New Vegas a lot. I played a lot of New Vegas. Wasn't done by Bethesda. 
Yeah, that, that's a thing too. Not only their best. Fallout's best game in years has been a game not put up by Bethesda. Like, yeah, oh Obsidian. no, Obsidian oh, did it. That was such a good game though. And it came out right after I came back from living out west, so I actually knew a lot of those places. Oh, that's cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried playing Oblivion, and I couldn't finish it. I tried playing Fallout 3, I couldn't finish it. Uh, I've never played Vegas, but I've only heard nothing but good things about it. It's so. really good. Really and and good. I, I played 4, I was there when you guys started playing it. And, I don't know, like, it, it was so glitchy, and... And, and yeah, like... I don't know, like, again, I just couldn't finish it. I, I got to a certain point, and I just said, like, why Why am I still playing this game? The only the only fun I have is just rampaging in that Right, I mean, they, they do a good job of making a, a huge open, making little individual events and areas that don't really tie into thing, anything, but they are terrible at writing a story. Terrible. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they want to have the, like, choice system be very front and center. And that's fine, but then you gotta have a reason for me to care, right? Like, and I don't care. I don't care about the the universe of Fallout, really. Like, and that's weird. It sounds like I don't care. I just don't I, give I a shit. Love actually, because because alternate history is a huge huge thing for me. But like, the story of the games themselves is boring. It's like, I like the story of Elder Scrolls you better. Spend, you spend the whole time just not, not looking for him. I liked, I like, you know what, you know what I liked? Uh, I liked the the vault. What was that vault game? The mobile game. Oh, uh, shelter. Shelter. Oh, shelter was actually pretty. That fun. was so good. Yeah, it's a it's a solid game. And and like like I said, the setting and the 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 Fallout's great. Like. I don't know, the whole alternate history nuclear winter thing is kind of cool, but like what's the plot of Fallout 3? You, you lost your dad and you found him and he, and he dies or you die and that's it? Okay. What, what's what's the plot of Fallout 4? Okay, your you lose your is... kid and then you find him and then you kill him and then that's it? Like, okay. <laughs> it's just the actual story itself is really boring. And the whole point is supposed to be like a relationship building game, mm -hmm. but it's just Preston Gravy telling you to go save other settlement. Listen, the <laughs> settlement needs your help. It's just so boring. You start to avoid the people who are supposed to be what the actual gameplay is. The gameplay is supposed to be making relationships. That's what they kind of center it around, but they suck at it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stupid. It's gonna take a million stems and make people like me, because that's how that's how people work. Have you guys seen that video? Like, oh, if I do enough drugs, Fado over there is gonna fall head over heels for me. So let me go, let me go smort some marijuanas real quick. It's ridiculous. Go make a, a drug called memes and then get addicted to it. Don't get addicted <laughs> to memes, dude. <laughs> uh, Nick, have, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Have you guys seen the uh, Internet Historians video on uh, the history of Fallout seventy six? Like everything, all the controversies that that uh, came up to it, up to the each. it's really good. How like, long? It's really is it? hard not to learn too much about games. They come boiled into myself. I, f I feel like how long? What what is it about? Just give us a, a brief rundown. You you said you've seen it. Let me know. Tell me about it. It is. Uh, 
it's essentially just a video about all the controversies surrounding 76. So the guy the guy that paid 500 hours then got banned. I'm assuming that guy's on there. The the nothing at launch, the 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 fact that the nylon bag thing, that was another one. Oh yeah. Forgot about that one. Uh the the the, the cheap fucking bag was fucking hilarious. Uh, it, it's so apropos of how Bethesda recent products feel. Like, your promise is like heavy canvas, and all you get is this shitty half ripped up nylon. It's like, <laughs> this is what I paid I think for? I, I think I saw memes at the time that were basically that. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, uh, New Vegas is the canvas bag, and then Fallout 76 is the. <laughs> it's the fucking nylon bag? It just basically became a new Drake meme. Pretty great. The. the... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, don't half ass shit like that. Come on. Bullshit. Yeah, like there were there was like a lot of glitches in '76 that were present in Fallout 4. People were able to like, right, same kind of like hack your way. No, it was the same like engine. The it's the exact same engine. Exactly. Like they they never even fixed the problems in Fallout 4 because the community would fix them. Right. They just <laughs> mod them. <laughs> which again, it's, speaking it's... of which. <laughs> Speaking of, hey, fix our game for us. Go on. How, how's Overwatch doing? How, how's the workshop doing? You know what? Okay, so <laughs> the amount of the amount of things they've been able to do, like I've seen at least fifteen aim trainers on the Reddit, on the subreddit. Okay. Like, and some of them are more. Like, Flappy Farah's is pretty good. It keeps getting more and more complex. There's multiplayer Flappy Farah. Yeah, they, they figured out to do a four-player Flappy Fair. <laughs> Fucking so dumb, but great. No, but the, there's so many so complex but, ones. But that's like, going to add so much longevity to the game, man. Like, <laughs> such a my, my favorite thing up to date is uh, you pick Brigitte, you just instantly die. <laughs> <laughs> there's also the, uh, the group up with me. The oh yeah, Reinhardt, when Reinhardt uses uh, group up with me, it teleports the entire <laughs> team to him. <laughs> Genji has a, a an I need healing that will spawn. <laughs> I think you broke Nick with that one too. Group up with me, everyone just <laughs> like it's fucking perfect. <laughs> there, there was a uh, and that, uh, that was just like in the first like two days alone. It's brilliant. <laughs> Should be in the game. There's a there's there's a crazy one that makes you get better at uh, aiming, where like everyone's McCree, but if you miss, you die. Oh! <laughs> and I was like, Real holy shit! Stakes. Yeah, it's high stakes. Like, you better not miss your shot, or else you're dead. <laughs> there's another weird. There's one that like it. it's mystery heroes, but you keep your ult percentage. So if you die like at seventy percent, you die. You spawn another hero, but that's at seventy percent still. I like that a lot too. There was a. There's one where when you kill someone, you then take their place. I mean, and then completely oh, take their place. I, I, I saw that it was a uh, 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 widow, uh, widow match, right? Well, there was the widow one, but there it was it was different. Like if, if everyone picked random characters, so the, it was like start off with the McCree. The McCree killed the Roadhog, and so then like became the Roadhog and took its place, full health, like in that same spot. So like if people oh. are if people are fucking team firing you. 
and you die, then that person who gets that kill is now being team fired. Like it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's so it's so there's a, there's been a, there's been a lot of great memes, a lot of good fucking memes that have been yeah. made with that workshop. And do uh, my computer is not really up to the challenge. Blizzard Blizzard has announced though that stage three of Overwatch League will not have two two two. So I think I think that they're waiting until like if they're gonna if they are gonna implement it, they want to wait until it's across the board over all their stuff, to then like because they want the league and the the best way to do it is you have to have your sports league your official league have the same rule set as your fucking player base. Like the only way the only way that works when it's not is if you have the avail- ab- availability to play it. Like when MLG was making their own custom shit for Halo, they had the MLG playlist you could join. Right. So like the fact that you are allowed to play it was enough. Right. So you could pra- practice it, practice what the pros are doing, here's what the pros are doing, blah blah blah. But Overwatch because it's all like one engine, they they're waiting until everything is set up for because they could they could just say a two 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 on pro level, but if they don't lock that shit in comp or quick play, it's you're not playing the same game anymore. Right. So yeah. they want to make sure that you're playing the same game. That's fair. But interesting um, that that's going to happen. But speaking of Overwatch and loot boxes, a senator introduces a bill to ban loot boxes and pay to win microtransactions in video games. <laughs> Which. It's not to fucking time. It's not to ban loot boxes. It's to ban loot box sales. So like you can still like, you can still play the game. You play Overwatch the way they do in Belgium. You play the game. You earn your loot boxes when you level up. Blah blah blah. That's fine. But you cannot buy them. You can only like the whole thing is that you need to buy. So you can still um, earn them. Yeah. Yeah, you can still earn yeah. them. Can't be spending real money for a potential. Yeah, because uh, they say it's it's like a gambling. It is. It is gambling. Throwing money out. Have you seen the way some of these games are, are designed that are geared directly at children? Like, Candy you can't Crush. possibly win if you don't spend a ton of money. You you can't compete with the rest of the people. It's not even a, it's not even a pay to win thing. That's a issue, which it, which it is an issue. But the whole issue is you need to know what you're buying. Right. Like that's the thing. If you're, if I'm gonna spend five dollars on X, I better X better be a very specific thing, and I know what I'm buying. If I'm buying a box that I don't know, it could be anything. That's called gambling. Like you like, need, when, you need to know the outcome. You can't not know the outcome of what you're spending. Yeah, when we sell bubble wrap at our stores, you have to know the square footage. You have to know the manufacturer. You have to know the price. All have to be displayed on the packaging before you're allowed to sell it. Which means you have to know infinitely more about fucking bubble wrap than you do about loot boxes. Which, again, geared towards children with almost no steps between spending you know, money. I mean, I mean you, you can do it so quickly and so easily, and it becomes addictive. It's literally an addiction in gambling. It's not okay. And so more importantly, it's actually ruining the state of games. Like, have you ever tried to play a mobile game? A lot of them are so just god-awful. You have to sort through slags to find anything worth even investing any time into. True. So, Lauren just brought up a good point. So, trading card games. Like, that's that's a gotcha system. But here's the difference. Because it's not done digitally, like, you have to go to a physical store. 
Like, if a kid is able to spend that kind of money, does the kid have your credit card? Like, literally have your credit card? for trading card games, the percentages are public. They have to be dictated, and they have to be kept to those standards. You have to know just how many purple-level cards, just how many gold-level cards, just how many blue-level cards. Those have to be made publicly available, which, again, means there is more regulation on trading card games than digital purchases online. It's not a safe or healthy system for anybody, especially those who are susceptible to, to impulse control. Also, also, like because it's a physical thing, at least for regular trading card games, not things like Hearthstone or things like uh, Magic the Gathering Online, that pack of cards is not randomly generated. What's in that package is in that package, and that's not the same thing. Like, right. just because you don't know what's in it is not the same thing as it can be anything. Because, like, you take that package and you remove it, those cards are now gone. Like, I don't know. There, also, there's those cards have actual physical value outside of just existing. Loot boxes have no intrinsic value, but those cards maintain value once you open them. They have just as much value as before you open yeah, that's another thing, because like getting skins, they, that does not have value. It does have value in CSGO, and I think that's something that they they had to crack down on the gambling section of that, because those skins do have worth when you open them. Like, outside of the skin themselves. You can sell... Well, is, is, is it the reason why they have value is because you can just sell them? Yes. Yeah, yeah like they have like a, a trading system. They do. They have a selling system. Like if you if you if you if you're if you're grinding playing CS:GO and you get a crate and you open a crate it has a super rare skin, cool. Guess what? You can sell that super rare skin for yeah, whatever it's whatever it's worth. Overwatch. If you get a skin, you get fake money if you already have it. Yeah, but you can't trade. You can't get no. With CS:GO, you can get real money. You can sell. No, I, mean, some I mean, I mean, in, in he's talking about the refund system for duplicates. Yeah. Oh, which. which which they came up with as a way of trying to make uh, uh, Belgium, I guess, it was happy. And it... No, that was that wasn't before that. Like the Belgium... I thought it was meant preemptively to try and no. keep. That was just... I'm pretty sure it was. No, there, no, the community was already upset about the whole mm-hmm. loot boxes well, right. because they didn't, they didn't know the... the community gets upset, they sue, and it's a class action lawsuit. It's screwed. Like, mm-hmm. it, I, I believe it was a preemptive attempt. But down that may not have been a direct one-to-one but it was definitely pretty like i know how corporate uh, i mean they were they were they were they were trying to make it equitable to be like oh you got a dupe well you got something in return blah 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 better look next time but then they got rid of duplicates right for the most part and that isn't that was a thing that overwatch did at some point i don't even Uh, remember some of the loot boxes don't produce duplicates like like event loot boxes yeah, that's what it was. Event loot boxes, but yeah, like, but you can't you, you, the the and the whole problem was that uh, it's been talked about forever that you need to either self-regulate or the government will get involved. Yeah, that's how everything is. And at a certain point, it becomes a problem. And guess what? Your greed has made it become a problem, and now it's potentially going to be regulated, and you're about to fucking face the repercussions of that. Just to be clear, it's not just the greed. It's about the fact that it was greed without providing a product. If you kept your your users happy, if you kept your customers happy, the government would never step in. They don't care. Like they're not paid enough to care. You, you fucked people over for profit. 
and now you're going to get fucked back. I, I don't care. By the government. Don't care. By the you government. <laughs> and they did, and they really did. I, I just have no love lost for them. Like, if they be... In, they put out a good product. They'll make money. It would it would be it would be more fair, Lauren. So Lauren brought up a good point. If they regulate a loot box or something to have specific percentages of common, rare, or or whatever, and there were only X amount of each, uh, would that be more fair? We know how many of things are total, right? Like we know what is available because they have a little hero gallery. We can see like here's all the skins that you could possibly get from these boxes. The problem is. You don't know what you're you're paying for, and because right, you don't so, know what you're paying for, it's called gambling. It, it, no, actually, see, this is the problem: is it's not gambling. Gambling has fixed win percentages. Gambling has regulation. Gambling machines do not ever break because the fines imposed on gambling machines if they don't pay out the right way are huge. Mm. The same companies make gambling machines and voting machines, and voting machines aren't a tenth as secure as gambling machines. They never break down. You cannot hack them. You cannot break them. They just work. This is the problem, though. A digital currency, which is what this is being done as, doesn't have any kind of regulation. There's no value. There's no rules set to it. That's the problem. What's going to happen is the government will step in and say you have to be regulated like a gambling industry. At that point, loot boxes won't be economically viable anymore. They only work right now because there's no actual product. Once you make them have to have value... It won't work. See, and that's what he's saying is like you don't know what cards are in the pack, but yes, but those cards still have value outside of that pack. A skin right. that you get a duplicate of doesn't have value. There's nothing you can trade that for. There's not like because again, if I if I go and buy a thousand Pokemon cards and I find like I don't know fucking fifteen twenty five of the same Pikachu card, those still have a value that I can then trade or like no. negotiate with in some way. It's not about them yeah. being tradable. They have to have value. And they don't have value. You can't you can't gamble something for nothing. Like it doesn't work that way. You have to pay for something. So what they would have to do is they would have to prove somehow that the skins provide an intrinsic additional value to the game, otherwise it wouldn't have any kind of value to it. Either either it's not way about the exchangeability. Either way, it's not just specifically it's not just specifically things like Overwatch. Like Overwatch is a very different because it is Overwatch purely cosmetic. It's purely cosmetic, but the fact that the fact that it's still for sale is the problem. Like loot boxes, mystery boxes are not the problem if they were not for sale, but they are for sale and you don't know what you're buying. So I can spend a hundred dollars on oh, who knows. Or you take that hundred dollars and you know exactly what you're buying. When you know exactly what you're buying, no one has a problem with that. If I'm spending X for that like remember that remember the issue remember how much of a fucking uproar it was when Skyrim had the fucking horse armor, horse armor. <laughs> but you knew what you were buying. General DLC me. Yeah, you did. But you knew what you were buying, and people bought it. But they knew what they were buying. It's not like, oh, here, spend you know twenty bucks, and we'll see what you get. You might get a horse armor. You might get a a, a cool sword. It wasn't like that. You knew what you were buying. And that's where they, that's the argument that they're coming in with is that you have, you have no idea and it's randomly number generated. Yeah. There's no. Lauren, what you're talking about is a gambling addiction. Like that, that whole, it's more fun to, to buy something. It's fun to gamble too. Involved. Yeah. That's you. That's your, your brain <laughs> tricking you into behavior that's not healthy for you. 
It's what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the, the box? Pro the problem is, Lauren, that games like this do this directly to children. Right. Like, you yourself are susceptible to it in your mid-twenties. Imagine if you were 15. Kid, See, kids are running up thousands of dollars. Yeah, you're really bad at gambling. So you are. I love you. You're just not good at it. <laughs> things like loot box and the other mystery boxes that they, they sell isn't gambling because a lot of the time they straight up tell you, okay, here's what's coming in a loot box. You're gonna get a T-shirt. You're gonna get a, uh, like three toys and a little a little uh, uh, purely like decorative thing. So you know ahead of time when I get my loot box, I'll most likely have a shirt. And, and then some right. toys. Like, you know and, and, what it is. And in the advertisements, what does it tell you about those? It tells you a value of at least $45, whatever. It so tells you, pay you how much mm -hmm. the actual value of what you're getting is worth. There has to be at least that much because they have advertised it. There is a standard that they're held to. You don't know what it is. trade laws. Right. But you don't know what it is, but you know the value is at least a certain amount. It's kind of like if you went, if you got a random tea, like if you had a tea of the month thing, like you're paying for a service to get a t-shirt. What that t-shirt will look like, what's the design, no fucking clue. But you're getting a shirt. Like you know what you're getting. Like you just don't know specifically what it is. You know you're getting cards. <laughs> like when you're buying a pack of cards. And you know that those cards will have value after you open them. But you don't know what cards they're going to be. And how much value it's going to have. But like things like loot boxes or things like... Buy more crystals so you can play this game. Like, <laughs> like is is a is predatory, and they're going after it now. And that's you can't, you just can't. Mm -mm, mm -mm, girl. Mm -mm. I mean, yeah, trading card games are based on the same kind of thing. They've been called gambling. It, this is not a new thing. This is just you keep cutting off. Like, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the, the mic. Yeah, I don't know if you need to move the mic a little closer. Okay. Uh, Other than that, but, yeah. They well, like I was saying, these, these, these behaviors though, have existed since trading card games and long before that. It's the same thing, just adapted to the 21st century. It's just moving to new technology. And luckily, again, because of the fact that it ha you have to go brick and mortar for those cards, like you, right. you... And then now, again, now it's a whole other thing where it's like online ordering. You could totally do that online. Like, yeah, but you're still getting physical cards. Like, it's such a fucking different thing than just uh digital items that yeah. so again so there's a lot of a lot of nuance but the problem is lawmakers don't have nuance and the fact that the people haven't been self like people like ea have been self-regulating on that shit activision isn't self-regulating they're gonna come down hard and blanket statements and fuck everybody in a way that no one should have been because they wanted to, like, let's squeeze a little bit more. Let's squeeze just a little bit more. There's no, I mean, there's, again, there's no nuance, especially with that kind of thing. Nope, there's there, not. It's just going to be a hammer that comes down, and it's going to hurt everybody. Because right now, the business model that they have built for themselves is not sustainable, and they're going to collapse just like the fucking like Atari back in the day. It's, it's getting too big. You know what the fucking budget is for Halo Infinite? Like it needs five hundred million. What the fuck? Five hundred million. To put that in, in perspective, the the production budget for Avengers Endgame was three hundred and fifty million. <coughs> Which, when you double it for when you double it for advertising, that's seven hundred. But that's, oh yeah, that's, they they probably spent a billion dollars. 
all, but a large chunk of that's advertising. Huge chunk of it's advertising. Yeah, again, so it's it's just, it's one of those things where that, sh- it just shouldn't happen. Shouldn't. And that means, is that the actual production budget of Halo Infinite, or just the overall budget? Uh, again, no idea, that's just the current rumor, the current, that's like... Just, uh, the number that's being thrown around right now. Because, I mean, if that's the overall budget, then that means production budget is probably closer to, like, so Doesn't it have a 200? bigger budget than... Wait, no. It had, it had a bigger budget than Endgame. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what he just said. It's what he just <laughs> said. Fuck, pay, keep up, buddy. Keep up. <laughs> so, to, to move on from that, but to still kind of stick with online stuff. Um, so, there was a, an article that came out, <laughs> like, a couple weeks ago. Again, this is something I wanted to bring up in the, in the last podcast. But uh, there's a girl, a cam girl, who's making money. Uh, she makes a living signing dirty talk to deaf people. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. So, so she's, from, she's from Florida and apparently makes like... Seven thousand. Uh, it says here pounds. So I don't know what that conversion is because it's a UK article. But like, say say eight thousand dollars a month. You know, I don't know what the conversion nice. is. Nice. I like that. It's the craziest thing because you're like, that's a niche. That's a really niche thing that I didn't think would be fulfilled. But I guess that's uh, everyone wants to get off, and everyone's kind of like, yeah, you want me to jerk you off, like. You, you like that? You want it on my face? Like, I can see I can see that, like, I can see that being a thing where, like, hmm? How many of those do people you like are that? actually deaf or they're just like, it's so weird, I just have to, like, to see it. Are you saying there's fetishists out there that are pretending to be deaf? Probably. Because I hope to God not. That's really fucked up. I think. And the, and the plot of, like, seven movies and three TV shows, but whatever. I think that this is how you could learn ASL and have fun at the same time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, let's go through some ASL lessons, right? Like, yeah. So she takes uh, home between three and six thousand a month, but up to ten thousand on a good month. That's crazy. That's amazing. I love it. It it's 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 crazy to me to think like, oh man, this. $10,000 on a good month. Holy shit. Like let's let's get on it, dude. Let's get on it. We need we need to find our niche porn market. Like I don't know how how uh how Viking beards do, but I'm sure they'll do very well. They'll do very well. I'm sure it'd be fine. <laughs> I do fine. <laughs> what's what's that app name? What's the, I mean, if we're going to learn ASL for for we need, we need the we need the the she's getting the male deaf demographic. We got to hit that female deaf demographic, all right? We got to got to do that. I mean, I know a couple of bits of ASL just from like retail and special education. I I, I know some offensive things from comedy like the two the two ASL for Jew. Like the first one is <laughs> the first one's this. That's Jew. Oh, good. And, then the, and, the, and the other one for so, Jew is... So we're, doing, so we're doing hate speech. This, hate speech. this is also for Jew. We're doing, we're doing ASL hate speech here, here on Overweight Nights. That is what, uh, apparently from what I've learned, who knows? 
but yeah so i thought that i thought that was an interesting article because i'm thinking like oh man how do you how do you want to branch out to make your own business make a living like that's an entrepreneur all right that is that's an idea that is an entrepreneur that is someone who's a go-getter seeing, seeing a market and hitting it i mean i'm i'm all for it that's that's capitalism baby <laughs> capitalism you said seven to ten thousand a month uh, this article said three to six thousand on average, up to ten on yeah. a good month. Nice. So I mean, that's that's still that's pretty good. I mean, we all, I don't you have to take into account. How that, that means that some months she's doing worse than me, and other months she's doing a, a lot better. Well, the question is then how many hours she puts fun. in. But how many hours did you put in? Is there another question that you need to kind of take into account? So like, if she has to do like a hundred hours a week to make that, that's a bit rough. Like, but if she's only putting in, you know, a solid 40, I know, but if she's putting in a solid 40, I'm like, damn, that's, there you go. There you go. <laughs> like, good, good for you. I'm just saying, like, that, that sounds like better work than what I do some days. Hell yeah. At least she's pleasuring herself while making that, dude, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it's not necessarily an ideal job, but I think that <laughs> you're, I, I think it's neat. Wait, it, maybe it's, ideal, I don't know. <laughs> It's niche <laughs> enough. Worst jobs. And I, I think I think it. This story about like she's helping you know people who are disabled. I think it should oh, it should open up the sex worker talk in America. Let's fucking go. <laughs> like let's open this up, legalize it across the board. And we're aren't, aren't we way way behind on that anyway? Twenty twenty vote blue. Maybe we'll get on that too. Who knows? But you know you know okay so you know who's really progressive and I know Fat will love this. I don't know if you. If, I'm sure Fat's seen the video uh, of it, but so in in China, in China, PUBG has been changed, and they changed it, and they stopped. They, they they changed the name of it. It's no longer PUBG, but they changed it to something else, and it's about like so you're no longer kill. It's no longer hundred people dropping down and killing each other because they have banned the word killing now. Like you cannot see blood in video games anymore. One, so. They changed the game, and now you are, you are. These people wave goodbye. It makes you wave goodbye, and you drop your loot bucks to them as you leave. When you get killed in this new PUBG, and it's also like, oh, I died. Yes, no, you fall to your knees. No, if it, it drops you to your knees, like you, you've been down, you know, like when you're on the ground, and then when you get actually killed, you get up and go, and then disappear. Like it just disappears, and your loot box is there. <laughs> and you're also supposed to be you're also going to be Nick I think you're breathing in your mic I can't tell you walked away to get water or something and you fucking shit went. It's, it's that damn cat again that's what it is dude I, I just lost. It's lost there it is dude no no chicken dinner here guys so did they change what chicken dinner is I bet they did uh, I don't know but you're not it's killing anybody you're not killing anybody capitalist you Something. you you have that, but you're supposed to be like revolutionaries. It's about like, you're 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 also portraying now the revolutionaries of some rebellion. You're honoring you're honoring their memory or some shit. So you're not and you're not killing anybody. You're you're waving. I'm just what the fuck? Why didn't they just make it paintball? This would have been easier. It probably would have been. <clears throat> it's perfect. I think that uh, the fact that it's not it's gonna make a lot of uh, a lot of games change 
Because the League of Legends is huge there, and Penta Kill. What is it going to be? Penta Knockout. Like, <laughs> like you're just going to knock people out, dude. Like you're just uh. It's so dumb. It's the dumbest thing, but I love it. It's adorable. Like you just if you watch the video, just watch a little clip of someone. Oh my god. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Just, just puts the box out. Yeah, you put the box down and you wave goodbye and then you disappear forever. That's fucking hilarious. Has has censorship gone too far? To be fair, I don't think they have as many school shootings as we do. So, but would it be reported considering how tight the news is there? Well, I don't think they're allowed to have weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot of reasons why China doesn't have school shootings and none of them are good things but you know just, just, for, just for the joke's sake that's so fucked up dude it's a little fucked up I admit that <laughs> like China isn't free enough to have school shootings oh. <laughs> 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 okay, so let's have a conversation about gallows humor as a way of coping. <laughs> Just so when this video ultimately resurfaces when I become a democratic politician, which is apparently an insult now. Oh yeah, that's the weirdest thing. <laughs> oh, you you should, you're gonna become a democratic politician? Like okay, no, he literally said make a good one. Like thanks. Is that meant to be an insult to anybody? Like. <laughs> Like, Dude, represent your constituents well. Oh, thank you. Like, uh, uh, maybe in his mind, it's like, oh, well, he's from Alabama. He's probably Republican. So if I call him a Democrat, it's probably worse. Yeah, they, than... they they don't understand what it's like to not think the way they do, so their insults don't work. Like that that is absolutely consistent. They they don't know how to insult you because what they use as insults is just what you are. Like you socialist, okay? Kind of, I guess. <laughs> I, I do kind of swing that way on some stuff. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, and then there, there's there's Zix with the link to, to th a little Twitter link of he, someone dies, throws other. I, I, I gotta I gotta look this up now. It's on. It's yeah, in the it's, chat. It's, it's in really the chat, dude. Great, dude. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Thanks oh, for playing, my God, dude. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, what do you what do you when did this happen, Ing, Lauren? Oh, you're talking about the, the, the insult of the politician thing. I put it in the group uh, chat. I, I know you don't ever read it, but... <laughs> uh, somebody on Facebook... Uh, a friend of mine was, was being just kind of a dick, and I kind of laid into him. Uh, and he said, yo, you'd make a good Democratic politician. Like, yeah. okay. You'd make a bad like, Republican one, like, because you're dumb. Like, I hate to... Well, okay, so I'm... I'm fairly outspoken but i mean that's that's so contrastly different than the average alabama man for lack of a better term maybe the episode alabama man but, but for the average alabama man like you're pretty awful you have no progressive tendencies whatsoever you don't really view women as people you don't view people of color as people so like if you get out there on facebook and you basically say i don't care if women get abortions they all worship the ground you walk on and so, like, a lot of people have been very complimentary, and I've just been saying, like, my whole personal philosophy on this is I have privilege to say stuff that other people don't. 
I can say stuff as a man in Alabama that other people can't get away with. And I can say stuff as a Mexican where, like, when someone says... man, I can say shit to anybody that I want to in Alabama, and ain't nobody can say some shit to me. When they say Tex-Mex is better than regular Mexican food, I'm just like, what part of... Where are you getting... Castro, just wrong about that. You're just wrong. wrong. I, I like you, I respect your opinion, you're wrong. You're just flat fucking wrong, my dude. <laughs> he said that on uh, on Love It or Leave It, I think, last week or in, in this past week, and yeah, I, I had to tell you all about it immediately. <laughs> immediately, I was very infuriated. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm just like, excuse I was me, shocked. excuse I was me. Shocked. What a hot take. You want to be my president, sir? Like, no, sir, no, sir. Like, and, and just to be clear, like he was asked, which is better, Mexican food or Tex-Mex? And he said, with no hesitation, Tex-Mex. I mean, just none. He's he's trying to he's trying to appease his constituents, but like, he's going after that Texan vote. He's going into the Texan vote, and it's like, but, but y'all really could turn purple, like one good shove in that direction. That's all it takes. I mean, it worked for us. It just took one pedophile running for us to almost go red, but just go purple instead. A little bit. Uh, so I'm a little worried that he's going to run this time and win. <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. He should be in jail. Anyway, so there's only about, there's only about like Six half only got half an hour left for the podcast proper. So I think now is a good time to talk about things that you know. If you guys haven't seen like Endgame yet, you're probably a little bit late. It's been a long time. The band's been lifted. We're talking about you know Far From Home and shit now, where we have spoilers galore. Uh, we got memes now. We 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 missed we missed last week's episode, so we're gonna cut, talk about two episodes of Game of Thrones. So I'm gonna throw the the spoiler thing up there just in case. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, or you don't care. You want to talk about it? That's fine. I mean, we're, you, we're you have two days before the whole thing wraps up, so you gotta you gotta catch up. Pretty quick. If you're watching this on YouTube or you're watching listening to this on a. a your favorite podcast audio thing. You've already seen the series finale. Yeah. You already you already know what's happening. Hopefully you've seen it already. But we're gonna talk about predictions for where how Game of Thrones is gonna end. Maybe maybe throw in some uh, some end game stuff. End game lo- loved it. Loved how it went. Can, can you imagine mm. being you know watching this in a couple of weeks? And you're you're, you cut, you're, you're, cu- you're cutting out again. You're doing motherfucker. I don't I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> He's dying. Hold on. Keep your mic to your face. It's on my face. Put it if in your mouth. Closer, you'll <laughs> only hear me. You'll be like. Did we lose more streamers that time too? Fucking care. No, it's a. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed the Endgame. In a, in a, in a, it was very satisfying. I know it wasn't. A lot of people had some particular complaints but i think that after a couple of viewings like i watched it in the theater and then like i molded over and then i didn't go see it in the theater again but i definitely have seen it again don't ask me how uh <laughs> I, I saw it again i i already pitched in my part i saw it in the theaters when i saw it again um hold on one second but yeah i, I really i really liked it but hang on you guys, you guys not talk about Endgame. Hot take on Endgame. I liked it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I felt like it was actually an adequate, you know, wrap up of the whole thing. I'm, I'm happy with the way it ended. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, 
everything made sense. I don't have any. I mean, I, I got a little. I got a little teary eyed. Oh, I, uh, I absolutely cried at certain. It's like Thor. Thor's whole storyline hit me pretty hard. And, and the the, the depiction of depression from Thor was a very strong thing that I think a number of people have missed out unless they were the kind of people who like know the signs of depression. Right. Like when you, you see this, like he's he's gone away. He's in denial. He's he's but he's he's not like he's being self-destructive, but in a way that a lot of people would misinterpret. Like when you you had sure. you had Meek and um, Korg Korg there, and they don't see any problem with it because there are people and they uh, they clearly weren't portrayed in a negative light. But and they weren't necessarily enablers, but they they were just people who don't see it. They were just like, oh, he's having fun. Like we're 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 all here just playing games, Ming. You know, like let's let's go, Ming. <laughs> like it's like no big deal. But you see Banner, who in Ragnarok, whenever Thor had helped the Hulk and Banner together, he sees that low point. Like he knows that point. So when he goes to visit Thor and sees him in that low point, it's this big old, like, you helped me, I'm here to help you. Yeah. Now. It, it's it's a story coming full circle. <gasps> How weird. It's also funny that they had Korg uh, wearing the Hawaiian shirt that Taika wore. The, the Taika wore. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, you're right though. Like it, it's a fairly accurate depiction of of depression and anxiety, and it's it was nice to see. It was nice that they didn't lean away from it. They didn't wrap it up. They didn't make him suddenly like grab you know Stormbreaker and suddenly become skinny again. Like they they had him just kind of roll with the changes, but move forward. And that was really cool. Actually, you don't see that kind of shit. It's because they they definitely stepped back away from Demon in a Bottle with Iron Man two, like it was hinted at, but they definitely stepped back. And I think part of it might have been they had to they brought it up with Robert Downey Jr. and like here's the thing about Tony Stark, it does reflect your life quite a bit, and he might have said, yeah, I don't, I want to definitely step away from that. I don't want that image. I, I really think it's just Disney being very risk averse, like. You can have him flirt with alcoholism, but you can't have him be an alcoholic. Those are two very different things. One's a line you can't cross. So I really think that was just them swerving away from potentially negative tension. But uh, but I'm glad they went kind of all in for it with Thor. It's, it's one that we don't see as much of, so maybe that's why they were not as aware or conscious of it. Uh, but I don't know, man. That, that's really meant a lot to me. It, it meant something to me that was in there. Favorite, favorite part, Fot? Favorite part? My favorite part of the movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess everybody jumping out of... Oh, wait. Are we... Spoilers, right? Yeah, spoilers. Oh, yeah. It's, been, it's been weeks. Uh, everybody jumping out of the portals and just... This this big old fight's about to take place. I just love that scene. And then I was just like, was that everybody? You wanted more? <laughs> uh, you know what moment I really liked for, for probably a different reason? I think. Uh, when Steve is revealed to be weak. Say that again? Uh, when, when Steve is wielding my old near for the first time. Okay. He first cuts to him and you see him wielding the hammer. Uh, and Thor yells out, I knew it. 
And I think that's kind of cool that he wasn't like upset about it. It wasn't, you know, he, he has the kind of machismo bravado thing going on, but it's always kind of playful and, and wholesome in a way. And for him to be excited that he knew, like, I don't know. I thought that was cool. I thought that was a good representation of masculinity in a way that was positive. And I like seeing that shit. I'm all about that positivity shit. I think that um, the because the Russo brothers came out and said that apparently Steve could move it in Ultron. Yeah, and it well the reason it's why it's polite. Yeah, the, he he moved it like when he, when it budged. Apparently that was him realizing that he could move it and actually lift it and stuff, but decided I'm not going to. Because yeah, this is a this is a thing about Thor. No, because the thing about Thor, like he was just like haha, and he was just kind of like ah, oh, well, you know, like haha, you, yep, this is your thing. He he didn't want to, you know, step on toes or anything. Because he still was kind of you know a little little rash, little foolhardy and shit, little prideful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he he, he, was, he didn't want to hurt he his was pride. The guy who had who had the the hammer, that he was worthy. Right, and the, 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 that's why you can do it. But like, that's why we have you on the team because you can. Because you're the worthy one. Well, well, I mean, so I mean, my my favorite scene though from Endgame would have to be, um, the the kind of like the, the the beginning, the beginning, the first act, the first act of everyone. Just kind of being like they're wallowing in it, because it's the, you don't get to see that a lot in almost any movie, especially superhero movies. The actual right. like, because you have because if you have the, you, have to, you have to look at Infinity War and Endgame as like one movie because everyone's like Infinity War was better. Like, yeah, because it led to the crescendo of everything, and then it was a down note, and it's like fucking tears you apart. But if yeah, you it's, it's- it's not even fair because Infinity War gets all the added benefit of going the opposite direction of what you expected to do. It really does subvert expectations by killing off half of all the superheroes at the very last second and not resolving that. That's brave. But they also get to resolve it in like six months. So they get to have their cake and eat it too. They, they really get to go the risky direction on it and then also have everybody be happy about the result, which is, you know, tougher to pull off. Right, so it's 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 a, it's one of those things where you watch both of them back to back, like you see the huge crescendo in this moment, and then the, it picks up right after that where like we gotta get them, and they do immediately, and then it's like, well now what? I I, I love that too because it it ends up being so unsatisfying, which is what the whole point is. Like, it's the point of it. Everyone's kind of like, it was, Thor, Thor it was... pops in there, lops his head off, and is not happy, and spirals into a depression because of it. Because he finally realized the goal that he'd been working towards and realized it's not going to bring everybody back. It, it didn't fix anything. It felt good for half a second, and now it's gone. Like, that didn't do anything. It didn't do right. it. It wasn't... It, it, and that, that moment was just like... That was the point. That my, was the point of the whole first 15 minutes. My head was just like, fuck, this is amazing. And see, Wait, Was it before the, the, the name card? Was it before the, the title card? No. No. I couldn't remember. Wait, I, I couldn't remember. No, the, the title card came after the... Uh, it was really uh, close. It was really early on. When Hawkeye's family 
contest. Yeah. And then it was the title game. It literally started with Hawkeye's family getting fucking dusted. That's how do you start the movie? Like, because like you Wait, knew who did we forget about last time? Oh, right. <laughs> who who wasn't really there? And then you're sitting there and you're watching him like, oh no, oh no, like you're teaching her to. Oh no, I know what's happening. Yeah, and I think <sighs> that was explicitly designed that way to remind you. Oh yeah, that hurt. Like they wanted you to remember just how bad the snap hurt in the first five minutes. Like, and then here's the credits. Right like, <laughs> we're, we're gonna make oh, sure you're nice and sad. And then we're gonna to kill Thanos off immediately, just so you can realize, oh, what now? What now? We're 15 in, and you just got what you thought you were gonna be doing the whole movie. You thought that this was the whole point, but it's it isn't. Actually, really well crafted. The more I think about, it. yeah, and people are kind of like, oh, it gets really convoluted. Well the time travel thing. I'm kind of like, I think they explained it well enough. Does it? Some I didn't pe- have to explain it. I just had to I, follow it. I think that it had to, because like some people, because again, even in the movie, they go over it. They make jokes about like what you think right. about what you think about time travel is not. Here's here's our rules, and here's how it's working out. What you saw in these other movies don't count. Like, so Back to the Future was bullshit. Yes, that's the whole point. Like yeah, you made the jokes. Get it. But yeah, That's it's what we're going for. It, it was it was again super super crafted. They deserve all the all the money in the world. Good, good for them. Like I understand that they want to back off, and they want to uh, the Russo brothers want to back off until maybe Secret Wars. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for that to be Phase Five. You know, if they want to come back Phase Five, whatever. I don't we we gotta keep them in 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 the bullpen for the return of Cap. Oh yeah, Whenever he he pops back in. Well, I I'm oh, interested yeah. to see where where Falcon Cap goes. Maybe. No, definitely. Well, they have the the I would show. I'd be surprised if we didn't bring some people back. But they have Falcon. They have Falcon and, and Winter Soldier show. I'm just like, fuck this. This the the end of this year is going to be fucking crazy. Is that yeah. going to be a an alternate reality version of them too? Is it what? It the has f- to be the continuation of the Tesseract. Doubt. Like there's, there's. Well, the Loki stuff, yes, but the there. the Falcon and Winter Soldier shit, I don't know. Oh yeah, who knows? Who knows? That's that's interesting. I don't really know where to go. Uh, maybe maybe they're. I'd like... be cool if they dealt with like some modern issues. I mean, a black Captain America means you could tell some really interesting stories about modern America using him as a foil. But you say modern America, but we are talking about a post snap, post Thanos, post all this shit. Like, yeah, this is twenty twenty. And you could go that direction, or it's... you can go both. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be like Far From Home is going to definitely deal with like how weird it is to go back to quote unquote normalcy. When people who've been gone for five years are still that age and they're back, and yeah, everyone else has moved on, like holy shit, that's a whole different kind of worms of how you can go into like your loved ones are back now, like holy yeah, five shit, years to to mourn and move on. And some people have some probably did, yeah, some probably did. Like oh shit, <laughs> like you notice how you didn't see uh. Ant Man's ex or the the stepdad, you only saw the daughter. Yeah, I, I thought that was an interesting choice. It left it open ended, at least. I mean, yeah, because it's kind of like, what happened to them? Did they get snapped? And if they did, what happened? Because who was she raised by in that meantime? Like, there's so many things where I'm kind of like, so what happened? <laughs> but there's a lot of stories to tell and. Disney now has a lot of options to. They open. I mean, they open. They've opened up the multiverse since Doctor Strange. 
But this is the first time that they're... And Into the Spider-Verse did a lot of that, too. It really got the idea into people's minds, and they were receptive. But Spider-Verse is still Sony's like whole thing. I know it's still Sony, but also it's not just Sony. And, I mean, it... I'm just saying, like, we, we actually talked about multiverses and different universes and bringing in other spider people. Then we got literally them talking about Earth 616 in a Spider-Man movie. Like, it's not an accident. I mean, it's, it's clearly not, but I don't know how closely they're working on that because the Internet of Spider-Verse is so... I don't think they're connected. I just think it's an example of how people are willing to hear that story. People are open to the idea of multiverse shit. Like, they're okay with it. Spider- we, we, we were told for the longest time people won't won't Spider-verse. do comic book movies for people that they don't know about. It's it's Batman, Spider-Man, and, and Superman, and that's it. And that wasn't true. And then we were told nobody will, will buy a, a superhero team-up movie, and then they did. And nobody will buy the cosmic shit, and they did. And nobody will buy, you know, a huge overarching storyline, and they will. Like, yeah, the the magic stuff. People people have bought all of it. They're actually... turns out that the stories in comic books were totally cool. People just didn't like the medium. It's it, it, okay. In the the only analogy I think to that is there's a lot of music that I feel when you extract lyrics and present them either as poetry or they're covered by a different genre, people are then very receptive to the message and the writing behind even it. Even if you just understand there is a message, right? Like if you like think, uh, a take... great example for me is a uh, uh, Plains by M.I.A. Uh, that song is, is got a lot of personal meaning for her because she was actually stopped at a border because of racial policy. Like she talks about some shit in there that actually it, it's a song that goes, all I want to do is bang, 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 bang. And then it's a gun cocking at a cash register. It's talking about how people expect certain things out of immigrants that aren't really fair, expecting the immigrants to all be thugs because they don't have the same kind of representation and the same kind of resources to make themselves better when they come to a different country. doesn't mean that they're bad people. It's an interesting take on it, and people only ever hear that bit of the chorus and don't ever look past it. I think that's a great example of that, is when people actually know what it's about, suddenly they don't see the song the same. Suddenly it's not a vapid piece of, of pop you know, bullshit, but it's actually got some message to it. Meanwhile, I just, I just kind of... Uh associate that song with pineapple express so there. like <laughs> i don't i don't know I don't, I, I don't know i fly like paper get high like and i'm just kind of like if you catch me at the border i got visas in my name that's what she's talking about she got stopped at a border if you come around here i make them all day she's making about fake visas which the fuck she's talking about apparently no, not actually, but it, like I said, if you, you come didn't... if you come around here, I make them all day. I get one down in a second if you wait. Like, yeah, I feel like that's saying I'm making visas down here. What's up? <laughs> like, what's... It's not. It, it, it's it's directly referencing how easy it is to get them and how when it is for people that have legit reasons to be in countries get stopped and treated by racial profiling. Like, I'm just saying, when you realize that it's not just somebody talking about people steal money and shit, it becomes a much deeper. But people don't look past that. Okay, as quickly as possible. Last two episodes of uh, Game of Thrones. Go. Fuck it. <laughs> no, it's fucking dumb, man. Like I, I'm, I'm. I I feel like the the main the main thing that I hear from people is, it is it is the ending that George had told them. 
but definitely not the way in which you wanted that conclusion to reach. Right. But it's but, kind of like there's also that rumor that the books are already written, and but then they made a deal to not release them until the series was done. Didn't which Jim George say that was fake? Yes. Yes. Did he come out and denounce that? Yeah. And it, it it really couldn't be real. Like I said, the precedent would set would be horrific. Like it would go so poorly, it would be so poorly received that nobody would ever try it again. It'd be a, a new coke all over again, but like an actual new coke, not like a. Like you know, they stopped using sugar once they went back to the coke classic recipe. That was when they switched over to corn syrup as the main sweetener. They did that so you wouldn't notice that they got kind of weird, same flavor. They took it off the market for six months. Switched over to high fructose corn syrup and put it back on the market. Yep. Interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. Clever. But very clever. Either way, like here's here's how it's gonna end. Here's who's gonna be this and that. Here's what's gonna happen. So I'm kind of I'm kind of confused if like this is what he told them. Like he has to be still consulted on like what the fuck's happening at at some level. He still has an EP credit, I think. So the question is, even if it's not how he would have gotten there, this is where he wanted it to go? Kind of. Kind of. That's the thing. He, he was writing a really complex story, and he knew kind of the general outline, uh, but didn't really flesh it out fully, and just kind of hoped that it would come together and coalesce, and it didn't. Like, his story just keeps branching outward. It's, it's, it's funneling out. And he kind of thought that maybe after a while we kind of come back in and narrow out, and it just never did. He just keeps writing broad. And uh, trying to go back and fix stuff retroactively and explain stuff away. Like, it, it'll one day be like a, a, a case study in, like, OCD or something. Just to find how he tried to go back and, and fix stuff and add stuff and make it perfect and just ended up making it too big to ever accomplish. Well... As someone who de- never read the books or anything like that, I had heard that a uh, cat kills Bran. Was that a thing? No. Is Bran alive in That's the book still? Yeah, he's still alive in the books. Yeah. Again, I don't know. Like I, I heard that, and I was kind of like, "That doesn't sound cat, right." Cat's not alive either. It's Lady Stoneheart, which is yeah. Not, she she not dies cat. at the red wedding. They get Beric resurrects her. Yeah, she's who leads the the Brotherhood Without Banners. Uh, from then on, well, Cat starts. What? Which, who? What? Cat. Resurrected cat. Uh, revived, a revived, resurrected Catlin, acting as Lady Stoneheart, who's somebody who can't speak and just sets out to kill a bunch of people, is who's leading the Brotherhood Without Banners, and not Beric Dondarrion. So the whole thing at the end where he shows up, the Stark mom would presumably be there. Unless she had been re-killed at some point. So, like, there's some really, you know, huge gaping holes that were never even supposed to address. I mean, we never saw Nymeria again. That's kind of weird. It's never happened. The, we didn't see who, uh, the, other there, person on the, the other person on the name because he got cancer or something. The gaping holes. What was uh, it? Who was Arya's list? It was Cersei, the Hound, and then... Uh, Ilan Payne. Ilan Payne. Ilan Payne kind of dropped off the show because he apparently he, he, got he cancer. He got replaced with yeah. He got replaced with Braun. That's that's who took over that role. Pretty much. Um, I mean, there, there's 
<laughs> there's other Targaryens in the books. Not just those two? Mm -mm. There's a legit Targaryen who goes over there and shows up and is like, hey, Danny, I'm actually Targaryen. She's like, why should I believe you? Like, I'll just go fuck with the dragons. And they roast him alive. But he actually was a Targaryen. <laughs> that all happens in the books that are already written. Like, the whole Dorne plot is hugely complicated and interesting and not fucked up entirely. Like, there's so much shit. Like, they could have done an entire season on Dorne and tried to rush it out two and a half episodes with a bunch of a third of the characters, a bunch of cardboard standouts. Like, like the Sand Snakes? <sighs> you know what? Like, the Sand Snakes in that, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay, so who does. Like, the Stoneheart kill Brienne? Who should kill? Is Brienne dead? Like I need. I, uh, I, no, she's being executed in the book. But yeah, never, it, it just it didn't resolve though. Resolved it like it's like left up in the air as to what happens. Yeah, there are all sorts of plot threads that are other places. Here's the other thing. Uh, 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 you know, trivia time for you guys. Uh, when was the last time George R. R. Martin uh, uh, published? A book in the Song of Ice and Fires. I don't. Like 2011, 10? No. 1993. Wrong. That that is the wrongest answer. Uh, 2011. No. No. Fire and Blood, 2018, right? 2018. He released a book last year. Oh. It's just okay, a history okay, of the Targaryens. Dude likes to write about this shit. He just doesn't want to finish that story. He got bored with it. He got bored with it. And, like, that's fine, I guess, but, like, just fucking finish it. Hire a ghostwriter if you have to. Kidnap Brandon Sanderson. I don't care. Just get it done. <laughs> just take other writers. Write for me, just, damn it. <laughs> just take other people and make them finish it. Do it misery style. Okay? Oh, no. Dude. I'm your biggest <laughs> fan. Like, Finish my books. <laughs> here's my write fan fiction for me, essentially, motherfucker. At this point, you should just publish. Which like, is interesting. Is the last book in and of itself because you have to take. I kind of have to look at it like. Okay, you you didn't want to finish this, but you want you like to write about it, like. Like he loves the the world. He likes world building. That's what he really likes to do. Like, this is just all preface for a D&D &D campaign. He's, at least that's what the seventh book is. The seventh book is <laughs> the tabletop campaign. A Song of Ice and Fire 5th edition. <laughs> that's I, all that I it's going to be. you're actually working on a Song of Ice and Fire tabletop. Uh, that's all it's going to be is the handbook and George like this. <laughs> like, okay, fine. Plan the long con. Respect. Respect. No, I just... There's got what really bothers me about what's a couple of seasons, really, is that they have just kind of progressively nuked any woman's storyline. I mean, they straight up fridged half the women in this show in the last three episodes. And it's really kind of disturbing. Oh, you mean like getting rid of uh, Sansa, putting her over there, and leaving her yeah, there? Yeah, we just kind of put her to the side. And we kind of had Arya show up and then... Not really do anything, but be a nice. I, wow. I, 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 I disagree. I think, I think Arya got a setup. 
People are to think, oh, this is the last time we'll ever see ever. I don't. That doesn't sound. That doesn't seem like a D and D thing to do. Like they had, they set this bullshit up, and the symbolism is so fucking on the nose. Like it's so obvious. See, that's the thing is because they've been so unaware of all the symbolism everywhere else. They miss all of the things that to something. I don't think they even thought about the whole death will come on a pale horse. I think they're just having her right away. Like I, that's what I truly think. I think she might be there in the next episode, but I don't think she's going to do anything important. If well, I'm wrong, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. One but, of my favorite my theories, words, though. She won't do shit. One of my favorite yeah. theories has been she's going to try to kill Daenerys. She's going to get fucking dragoned. And then John, that's when John's going to be like, well, fuck, I guess, uh, I guess you got to die. Like, that's going to be the reason why he does it. Because of Arya. I don't think so. I that's just the thing that I read, and I was kind of like, that'd be fucking dark. Like, I think they really feel like <laughs> they wrapped up the story. I, I think Danny will be upset about Tyrion, and we'll have a whole bunch of shit with him, and he will probably figure out some way to get out of it. Well, I think that her statement, of, like "I'm here to kill the queen," I think it's the whole thing is, like, oh, it still rings true. I'm like, yeah, I guess. But I think my problem, my only problem uh, that I agree with most people with, is. Bran, like that was how you wrapped that up completely. Like I don't see him at all. He better fucking show up in this last fucking episode. Do something, cause better do something, cause otherwise his only point, his only point was to confirm, just to confirm John. Yeah, that's it. That means that all of his, you know, sight, all of his being able to go back in time and adjust and affect situations, all that's useless. It's pointless. It was just so we could confirm what a letter could have written. Like, you know what was really an interesting concept? Was that maybe, just maybe, what if the same way he warged into Hodor and fucked him up, what if he somehow, like, warged into know, the Mad King? Warged back into the Mad King. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, what that's the reason why he went mad. Narratively. He was trying to stop something. And the Kingslayer stopped yeah, that like, thing that he was trying to like stop. Like all of the knight, uh, the Knights King, and all of his White Walkers are, are descending on King's Landing, and and he's trying to yell at Danny to burn them all because it's the only option they have left. They've got a dragon and they can burn him. And he slides back in time, does his quantum leap thing, and goes into the Mad King and ends up making that happen. Like that's an interesting concept. Or or fuck, make John do it. John was supposed to be a like let's let's let him do some shit. Whatever. I don't care. Just make it interesting. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be. Then we're gonna have talking about Tyrion and whether he was a traitor or not. Gonna be the same shit. We've already done that. We've already done that. I I find it weird. I understand people change, people grow. He's definitely made leaps and bounds. But when he's on trial for Joffrey's murder, that quote is still there where he's just kind of like, I wish I had enough poison for all of you. And now he's kind of like, uh, but the people, um, like, right. fuck King's Landing. Fuck the civilians in King's Landing. You mean the people but, but who cheered on Ned's death? Those motherfuckers? He's not wrong, though. They will follow whatever, like, whatever happens around them. Like, they're just there. They're set dressing. They're just hanging out. Like, burn them all. She should have just burned the fucking Red Keep. 
just fly out of the fucking window that Cersei's been hanging out of for the last 20 hours and roast it. And just be like... Like, somebody went and recut the actual footage and it worked better. Like, just <laughs> skip, skip like, 50 minutes of, of civilian tour and then just have a cut of her and then dragon cutting down one tower and then her looking scared and a dragon cutting down another tower and then some stuff following and then there goes the whole castle gone okay cool that works bye but how would we There's have a game too. I don't fuck that care. petition that's the <laughs> fuck off don't even i didn't even i didn't bring it up for a fucking reason because that's the dumbest shit yeah it's obviously not gonna but it does it does fall but into it, it does fall so into funny, the man. we did this before we had the end of the story adaptation syndrome where you had like you have full male alchemist you have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, because that was after the manga was already done. So you have that sort of feeling where... Or even Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, the movie, has a different ending than the comics, because the last comic was not done yet. Right. Like So they resolved it in a subverting expectations kind of way, blah, 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 whatever. But it's those, at a certain point, diverge, and you know when it wasn't, because that's when the fucking source material ended. So will they come back and do it again? I don't know. I think it might be one of those things where no I one's going to put that kind of budget into it. I think HBO has realized the same thing that George has realized, which is that the setting is profitable. It's a good place to host stuff. It just We don't and necessarily need that storyline to resolve itself the right way or even make any goddamn sense, really. Because they're already just come out. They started they're, shooting the uh, the prequel of the the shit that's taking place. Three of five film? current series now moving towards production doesn't mean the other two won't. Just that three of the five are already. So uh, we don't know what. But they don't. Are yet. But they won't have any stakes if they take place in the past. It, personally, the, the whole point isn't to. I I don't I don't think that's true. Uh, having read the Duncan Egg stories, I like them a lot. They're just little short stories, though. Right, but like, they want to make fucking mega series to make make money. Well, then you have to tell really compelling stories, because you know we 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 know what it's going to end up being. So we're gonna have to tell. But really good I mean, that's that's been my whole thing. Like when you do prequels, always. Like when you do, whenever like Star Wars the prequels came out, you're kind of like, well, I know where Episode Four, Five, and Six are going, like. And you that that's so he has all this ambitious but, bullshit with one and two, but it's like it all leads to four. So okay, they but, had but to like rush their thing. they had to be like oh, and then all the Jedi are dead, and oh fuck it, and here's here we are at the sunset and tattooing or sunrise and tattooing. In that same vein, though, what property works really well in the it's the Old Republic, set a thousand years before. Nothing really looks the same exactly, but a million. You're cutting off again. Yeah. I, I I don't know what to do about it. it my mic hasn't moved. It, it, um, I think it naturally just it has a natural spot it wants to stay in, but like maybe. I think if it was like half an inch closer, it wouldn't do that. I, I'm but, anyway. worried that, so but you're talking just, about the old republic. You're about the Kotor. Yeah. So well, Kotor, the old republic as well. Like that that setting is rife with really interesting stories that work really well. The only stipulation was that it had to be set a thousand years in the past, so it couldn't affect anything really anytime soon. But it worked. It worked really well. 
and people liked the stories that came out. I love Knights of the Old Republic story. I like KOTOR 2 story as well. Uh, I, I like the Darth Bane stuff. All that's really interesting. And it doesn't really... It didn't hurt anything for me for it to be set in the past. It, it doesn't have to. Um, it can work. It has to be a good story. For like... Uh, for a thousand years, it was just terrible. Well, think about it. We could have the Dance of Dragons. That would be really interesting. Really would. To see, see a whole mess of dragons being used in warfare. Like maybe some actual strategy with dragons somewhere. No, no, no. We're just sailing around and then... Ah! <laughs> but no, the, uh, the Dance of Dragons could be really cool. I think doing Duncan Egg could be cool just because that story's interesting and, and we see a lot of Brienne, so like direct descendant kind of connection would be interesting. Um, it, it could work. It could work. You just have to do it right. Again, you have to do a good job of it. You can't just half-ass it because it's set in the Song of Ice and it won't. I would like to see just a spinoff of them... Like, because you're talking about the Dance of Dragons, you're talking about whenever they took over the fucking continent, right? Yeah, when the Targaryens first came to West. Yeah, that, that that would make sense. And you had a couple of different ones vying for the Iron Throne. I mean, when there was actually dragons versus dragons. Like, that that would be interesting. We haven't seen dragons fight but one episode, and it didn't last long. It wasn't done very It was done in the dark! <laughs> I couldn't see anything! Uh, yeah, you know, or, or or really dive into the Night's King stuff and like see the building of the wall. Like there there's some settings. There's a setting in the 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 Doom in Valeria could like a disaster style. That could be interesting. You could do stuff. You could again. You could do it like more. I, I, I just set, don't think. That, I just don't think that it's the 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 budget for it is there to really give a shit. I think that these stories are great as books because you could just type them the fuck out and then you just think about them and read them. Look, I think all they have to do. All HBO has to do is get people to not cancel. Okay, they don't have to get people to subscribe. They just have to get people to not cancel. So if you hear, okay, well, Game of Thrones is over, but there's a show set in the same coming in just a couple of weeks. Huh? Huh? You gonna, you gonna keep that HBO subscription? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's what they're going for. They don't have to get you to like it long term. They just have to get you to keep it. Because uh, a lot of people have reported that they're going to lose HBO coverage as soon as Game of Thrones is gone. And economically, it kind of makes sense. If you don't want anything else on there, why bother? Right, even though like, there's for, Barry. Barry is really good, and I think that most I haven't, haven't started it yet, but I, it's on my list. Barry is very good. But again, it's not very long. And then, of course, there's the new Watchmen series, but it's apparently going to come out. And that does have me intrigued. Uh, it looks like they're going to actually tackle like the whole alt-right thing and use... Uh, uh, Rorschach is a, it's kind of a foil for that, and that's really. In uh, I'm intrigued, but I'm scared. I mean, it, it definitely has the potential of being a combination of the Purge and uh, Handmaid's Tale for being a little close to home. <laughs> Chernobyl, Kirby enthusiasm, looking like okay. I mean, there's Ch the Chernobyl, I'm interested in, but I think that's not HBO. It's not HBO. It's not HBO. It's a, okay. I am interested yeah. in that one. Uh, I like a lot of the stuff HBO does, though, but it doesn't get a lot of attention. A lot of their stuff is really is kind of nuanced in a way that a lot of people aren't looking for. Like Big Little Lies? That's a, apparently a thing that people like. There was a Purge show. I don't remember what it was called, though. Maybe just the Purge TV show? <laughs> Purge <laughs> Brackets TV show? I have no idea. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I like that Snowpiercer show. Like, did, did y'all see Snowpiercer? I saw the movie. 
Yeah, so really interesting satire, capitalism, all the jazz. Uh, there, there's a show that's coming out that's going to debut in 2020 that's already been greenlit for a second season on a different network. That's right. They <laughs> they made a season one. They've completely done it. It hasn't aired yet. They've got renewed for season two, but it's going to move to another network. Like, no one... From, from like TBS to TNT or something. Weird networks. Like a weird network for a really scathing satire of current events, like TNT, the the basketball network. I mean, <laughs> the one Charles Barkley's on. <laughs> Is that what we have, Charles? Charles, Charles. <laughs> All right, I think that we run we run it kind of a bit long, like fifteen minutes over. So, uh, yeah, wrapping up. Like that was. Uh, it's been a crazy week. Sorry for missing last week. Hopefully, well. The finale is coming up. Finale is coming up. Game of Thrones. We'll fucking. It's gonna be one way or another. One way or another, this show is fucking ending. And so we're gonna fucking talk are about we, it. Are we gonna make week. any any final predictions before? Final predictions. Um, who will someone get the throne? Well, first of all, will someone get the throne? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> I think no. I think that it's gonna be all seven kingdoms are back to independently being run because there's no because there's, what there's gonna be no rule. As far as I think, like, I think a hard winner of the War of Kings. Okay, okay. Because I was thinking that like the North becomes their own thing, you know. Yeah. Ah, okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. Calling it a hard victory. Hard victory. Okay, then who has the hard victory? Aegon Targaryen. John John Snow. You think it's gonna be that that uh? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think it's I think Danny's going to die. I think he's going to do it. And I think he's going to end up on the throne. Oh, because you think Arya is done, Galen. Right? I, th- I think her story is wrapped up. Yes. I think yeah, it's like a look. They wrapped like up the story by being like, so like, you think Arya's couldn't be just riding off on a horse? Like, oh, she survived. Like again, like I, I think it's dumb, and I think it's a misuse of the character. But I think it's what they're going to do. Like they they send off Brienne's character by having her be a foil for Jamie. like. But I think that, I mean, it's one of those things where that's a very George thing to do, where it's like, guess what? Fuck you. Okay, but it's not a George thing to do. George doesn't actually make the hard shit. Like, it's easy to kill off a mildly well-respected character early on in a series. Like, killing Ned wasn't hard. The Red Wedding wasn't particularly hard. Killing Joffrey is super easy. Like, it's gotten easier over time. Ned was tough, and it's just been downhill since then. It, this isn't the hard way. This isn't the hard route. The hard route is hard loss by everybody. The hard, uh, the hard route is, is Bran is secretly the Night's King from the past future, and has been setting them all up for, for sacrifice. Like, those would be hard endings. Those would be interesting because they're out of left field but also informed. But, I mean, like, for the character of Brienne, I think that kind of ending is the kind of ending would George would fucking have. Where oh, if, yeah. Where yeah, you're, yeah, just, you're just not – you're not – happy about it but i'm not convinced that george isn't a hard misogynist in a lot of ways i I, it's hard to tell how much of him is writing shit that's just hateful towards women because that's the setting and how much of that is just deeply ingrained yeah that's what i'm saying where you you get a lot of um no game of thrones does not know how to write women george can kind of write some character game of thrones at all it's it's stupid stupid but, Sorry, I was just to No, I know, I know. But I, I think that that's 
that's still more of a, we can get away with it in this setting. It's kind of like the way that you get away with um, certain types of racism in like an older Western. Like you're not going to have the same kind of like attitude. It's not the same. It's not the, it's not the period. It's not the setting. Like women just aren't seen in certain ways. That was the whole, the whole, the reason why Arya was against the norms. Cause she's like, I'm not a lady. Fuck you. Like I want to, I want to do what I want to do. Like suck my dick. All right. And Sansa was just like all about that princess dream until she realized the hard fucking reality of what that meant. Yep. Like, where you're nothing but a fucking vessel for the king's children. You are nothing. And that's well, you're what... a bartering chip first, and then you're a vessel. Well, no, she became a bartering chip very quickly. And then, like, when she was no longer worthy, whenever um, Tyrells came into the picture, then she just became someone to be married off by not even her fucking father, because her father's fucking dead. So it's like... You are nothing to this shit. Like, yeah, there have been strong women in history. That doesn't mean that's the norm. That's the exception to the norm. Like, that's the whole point. That's what makes those stories so exceptional and so compelling. That you're like, wow, someone in that time could do this or that. Like, yeah, but as a whole, as a whole, that's just not how it's been. And it just isn't. It just isn't how it's been. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll answer that here in a little bit, but yeah, th- we'll, we'll go do it tomorrow. We've run long. Thanks for, thanks for listening. We're going into a post show where we answer that stupid question. Cause I love that question. Cause I think it's a very stupid it's thing. For fo- it's my favorite. Cause I had the same question every week. All right. So thanks everybody. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>